another episode <laughs> of Life in the Clouds with your hosts Carlton and Deidre. Deidre is completely blown away by my joke right before cutting the mics <laughs> on, and she's trying not to giggle super loud into the I microphone. Have, I have gained my composure. Thank you, you have for that moment. Your composure. Thank you. So glad to be back with everybody. Um, we had a great time in our last episode with the ten-year-old. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, right before the snow day. Yes, we did have yes. a snow day. We did the next day, so she was super uh, hype. Um, yes, going up and down the hill with the sleds, and that's right. Uh, we went outside, took the baby outside, let him uh, put his feet in the snow. He was not amused. No, just his toes. Well, yeah. he wasn't amused because we kind of stuffed him in a too small oh winter yeah onesie coat situation yeah. and then a vest thing and he kind of yeah he was stuffed like a sausage so he really couldn't seen, enjoy yeah. if you've ever <laughs> seen the movie a christmas story and i'm sure everybody and at least at our age range <laughs> has seen a christmas story when his little brother is it, in the snowsuit he's like i can't put my it arms wasn't, down it wasn't that bad he could put his arms down he could put his arms down however he just couldn't he move couldn't anything move else anything and he's already not able to move like with 100 percent accuracy because yes. he's a baby and so now he's super restricted so the snow yes was not as amusing as i would have liked it to have been for him yeah i didn't but did i tell you how it. we i stuffed a 10 year old in that snow bib did i tell you that no she had on a snow ski bib thing that i bought last winter not this winter oh no like last yeah winter. that definitely didn't fit and so i said wait a minute you have to put this on because i bought this <laughs> And I'm, we can't take this back because I bought it last winter. And so you oh have to put goodness. this on and oh you goodness. have to put this on. So you stuffed her so into the snow bin. She had to suck it in so I could zip it up <laughs> and then she couldn't sit down. <laughs> but she was covered. She was, okay. you know, she was not wet when she came. <laughs> oh, my goodness. OK. I so didn't we, know that. I did yeah, not know about two the kids. snow bib. In the, the baby yeah. was fine. Don't do that to my ten year old anymore. Don't do that. What? Don't, she was warm. Not, it's not cool. That was just like one layer. Mm-hmm. See, you just I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, it was fun. Anyway, but that's not why we're here. We're not here to talk about our snow day. Oh, we're not. Even though it was it a was lot so of fun. So much fun. It was. I had it a good was great time. watching you all outside. Yeah, it was great watching me shovel and uh, snow blow the walk yes. with the snow blower that, that broke halfway work. down the hill. And turned into a snow plow and not an actual snow it blower. It looked like it worked just fine. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, from the window, it looked like it worked fine. <laughs> yep. Yeah, when exactly. you have a snow blower, you should not be pushing the snow. No, it should be moving shouldn't. on its own. Yeah. So, yeah. I agree. All right. So, ma'am, what's new with you? Well, I am week two into a new position I have at work, and it's not really that much fun. So. That's what's new with me. Well, that's fun. And no, it's not. It is fun. And then why? Because you are in the land of spreadsheets where there's nothing but joy because you love Did spreadsheets. Does my face display joy right now? I can't see your face because this is sound like ma'am. joyful? Ma'am, this is the radio. People cannot see your face. Joyful, joyful? Mm-hmm. Yep. Not joyful. I'm telling you. Well. Spreadsheets. It's. I don't appreciate you making fun of me. <laughs> I don't like when you make fun of me. Especially, but don't you say that. <laughs> Spread. <laughs> that's not funny. Anyway, so that's new. Um, 
what else is going on? It seems like so spring has happened and then our first day of spring it snowed. Since then, it's just a lot of different emails and things I'm getting for the the girls activities and then they're asking about summer camp and then so it seems like it's all kind of things that are going on or I should be responding to but I'm just not I just can't my brain hurts it does I'm I just I don't know I I don't know if we'll be there people I don't know yeah I understand if you see me I'm there if you don't we're not coming Trying to, trying I can't to let push you know in advance. Energy, trying I to push can't. the energy up for these activities, and it's just I not there. I can't do it. I'm done. I'm Trust good. Trust me, I understand. <laughs> I'm so. totally with you. Yes. Oh, and the baby is army crawling. Yeah, he is mobile, yes. folks. He's exactly. mobile, folks. Exactly. So that means we got to get our yeah uh, safety. Yeah, we're totally uh, not prepared we're, for we're the baby not. to be moving. Yeah, you would think we would have gotten all the no. We know, didn't do that with the first two. We weren't like all oh, ready and prepared. I when they started we opening were, the cabinets, it's like, oh, 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 yeah, we need cabinet locks. I mean, it was. <laughs> yeah, but with Isana, we just let her crawl right in the cabinet and just. Sit yeah, she had her cabinet, one so. special. You are correct. You are correct. Yeah. So, but yeah, so we'll have to do that. That's a good little thing for you to do this weekend. Mm, yeah, I hear yeah. You. Actually, that's a family activity. It's a lot of outlets in here, so the girls can <laughs> help put, you know. <laughs> Plug up the outlets. Sure, we'll but take anyway. care of that. See, see, honeydew list and podcast episodes. There you all go. Together Multitasking. So yes. now when I edit and I have to hear that over and over again, there shouldn't be any reason for me to forget it. That is such a good point. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, you're already thinking ahead. Listen, always. I good work. I believe in excellent serving the government, and that's what I do. So, what's new with you? Not a whole lot new with me. I am uh, finding myself talking with a lot of husbands in the last, um, well, in the last really? week. Yeah, I'm, it's interesting. I was uh, sharing with the husband today that um, uh, he needed to give up on some of the arguments that he's making at home. Did you tell him to give up? Yeah, like, I, told quit? Him, I, told him, I told him he should just learn from my mistakes. And um, that there are certain arguments that he just shouldn't have because that he's not gonna <laughs> win the argument. And he he's right, right? So husband to husband, he's absolutely right. His point is one hundred percent, one thousand percent right. However, he will never win this argument. Interesting. So never. you can be right. Oh yes, in a, a thousand in a, percent in right. a husband-wife scenario, and you won't. You can be one hundred percent right and still lose. Interesting. Yes, mm-hmm. this is an interesting yeah, there's dynamic. Line, there's a line from Star Trek uh, that the Next Generation um, that Captain Picard uh, gives that I won't recall, that I won't uh, repeat, um, but it's about the fact that you can do everything right and still lose. Mm. And 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 that's mm. life. That's a life and you lesson, just have isn't to it? Deal with it. So wow. that's what I was trying mm. to get across to him because he was on the phone with his wife. And he was getting oh. very frustrated in that moment. And so when he got off the phone, we were just kind of looking at each other across, and he just seemed really deflated. And I was like, "Okay, what's up?" And he was explaining it, and I was like, "Yeah, so I'm a couple years ahead of you. Like, just you know, imagine we're on the same road." I'm just a few lights ahead and I can tell you don't make that turn again because <laughs> that turn is going to lead you astray. Just don't 
you'll spend time going down a, a bad road mm-hmm. and end up right back on the same street. So just don't do it. So what is what what give me I need an elaboration of no, an example. No, 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 I'm not. And here's the reason why. Because if I tell you what the argument is, we will have the argument. No, I don't. I don't want you to tell me what the argument. Oh, okay, was. okay, okay. I'm asking you. You upset up front. Hey, I've made many mistakes. Yes. And I'm right on those th- certain things, and then it doesn't matter because I'm a lose. No, I'm so talking I'm, about. I want you to give an example in this particular situation. Oh. It's not that it's not that every time no, no, I'm no, no, right no. because not every time most no, no, times no. I'm wrong. No, we, I'm I, just saying yeah. his logic is valid. Oh, his point is valid. Okay, and if he was able to convince his wife to actually do the thing that he's saying, mm-hmm. it would simplify their process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. she will not. Mm-hmm. And he need not continue to try and convince her to try it. Interesting. Because he will not be able to do it. Hmm. I mean, maybe he will. Maybe sure, sure. he is more convincing than I am. But I would say that in this regard, I gave this argument up. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yes. That actually is leads into the, I'm sorry, were you done with what's I'm new totally with you? I'm totally done. That's just oh. one husband, but that's fine. That's enough for this oh, episode. Oh, okay. Because there was an article that we both ran across that talked about, let's get the title correct. The title says, Newlyweds, three important marriage lessons you can learn from combining two homes into one. Yes. And this comes from the Black and Married with Kids uh, website and... Uh, um, author's name is Joanne Fisher. Mm-hmm. So it goes. One of the um, three things is compromise. Mm-hmm. And so I just thought of that as you mentioned, you know. Yep. And I like how it starts because it know. says no mm-hmm. compromise is not a cuss word. <laughs> Say it with me and learn to let it roll off your lips in every happy marriage. It is a word and lesson learned quickly. Hmm. The days of him saying, I just do what she says, will eventually find their way into her life. But for the newlywed couple, those days are earned Hmm. at the School of Compromise Hard Knocks. Nice. There's always, always a way to meet in the middle. That's a very good point. I agree with that. And you were joking when we were reading this article together before the show about your spouse's feelings matter yes mm-hmm. and your spouse's exactly. thoughts matter and your spouse's needs matter absolutely mm-hmm. throughout the course of your marriage you'll need to remind yourself of these three things over and over again and as newlyweds and not so newlywed um you might as well start saying it about the furniture oh 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 <laughs> and about wait a minute things. wait a minute furniture mm-hmm mm. And then the next uh, item after compromise is sacrifice. It says, uh, when a baseball player steps up to the plate and his teammate needs to make it home, he can hit a sacrifice fly to give his team a chance to score. Though the act can hurt his personal average, 
it's more important that the team advances to a win. That's a good point. You know, like we said in the earlier episode about how your spouse is not your enemy. That's right. Right. And sometimes you've got to take one for the team. That is correct. Right. That's, you know, you think about it in terms of sometimes, you know, you use me as an excuse for why Who, me? you need to. Well, that's an, oh. it was a, an agreed upon thing. It is. That if there you find yourself in a scenario where you need to make a hasty yeah, retreat or that you is have a good to point. bow out of a, a situation, yes. I am a very convenient uh, means of doing that because yes. um, I have. You're the husband. That's right. I yes. am the husband. You're in charge. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm thinking about the IHOP breakfast we had. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yes, you're in uh, charge. So we go to IHOP. Actually, it was on the snow day. Before yeah. it started snowing too bad, we said, okay, let's just run out and have some breakfast. So we get to IHOP. And this and is a tangent. I just want to let everybody yes. know. Yes. It's not so about we go, you know, we got the baby and the kids and da da da. So we go and um, we order. And I wanted, what? I, I changed the something. The French vanilla coffee. Oh no no you uh, you changed no, no, no. the waffles. I changed something. No, you, Some one of the combos. Substituted the, I substituted. The I said, pancakes. "Can I have instead of having the pancakes? Can I have a waffle?" So the waitress looks at you and says, "Well, that's an extra charge. Is that okay?" I was like, "Lady," <laughs> I said, "Okay, oh okay." Mm-hmm. And then something else I asked for, and she looked at you and was like, "Oh, is that okay?" What? I was like, this is 2018. Really? Seriously? Listen, it led to a very good conversation um, with us and the girls because <laughs> this is actually the first time they ever noticed something like that because they were yeah. both like, why does she look at daddy? Exactly. And we had to explain to explain yes. to them that there's this idea that the husband is making the call. Right. On you know the and I would have accepted that if she was an old lady, <laughs> but that lady was not old. I was like, uh, excuse me. Yeah, because she was probably she younger was, than us. If it does, she was not, her hair was not gray enough to turn to you and say, "That's an extra charge." Is that okay? And I think I actually looked at her and I was like, you know what, that's a good question because he is paying, right? But anyway. <laughs> yeah, you did dif- kind of diffuse that a little bit. But still, yeah. you better give me my waffle. Yeah. <laughs> so welcome to 2018, everybody. Exactly, exactly. Anyway, All right, so that was the tangent on uh, compromise. Sacrifice. Or sacrifice. That's yeah, right, that that's right. Take one for the team. That's right. And then the first one. Um, which is one we talk about all the time is one that's always going to come up in any counseling situation and is going to be very important to every marriage and relationship communication Uh, in order to make your living arrangement make sure your living arrangements don't suffer a major setback both you and your spouse have to effectively communicate exactly what you expect you know Mm. in this case they're talking about combining um, homes together so it sure. uses the example of the husband wanting uh, to have a autographed football helmet front and center over the fireplace oh boy and the you know and so you kind of have to talk through what your expectations are hmm. in your marriage because um, in this case she was talking about Tom Brady 
a Tom Brady helmet, and I I wouldn't I would be questioning why did you marry that man? Oh if he my had goodness, Tom Brady. That's helmet. not but the purpose. That's or just content. Patriot slander. So exactly. We'll just leave that's that. That's wrong. Alone. You're not right. That was for uh, well the, the guy in D.C. that was listening that one let me the, know that oh uh, he didn't like the Patriot slander. Oh from my goodness, Super Bowl I episode. do apologize for him. <laughs> One of the things that we had to, I'm sorry, that I had to compromise on is the fact that you didn't ever want to use a soap dish. (laughs) Are we really? We're going on the compromise and and sacrificing about the soap dish. Because that was the issue. Like, you you know, in the bath, you have a soap dish. You put the soap in the soap dish. But you never wanted to put the soap in the soap dish. And in my, and in my house, it was always up, we, on the side of the sink. I don't understand. And in my house, we didn't have a soap dish. Exactly. You put the bar of soap on the side of right. the sink, so the soap slime can slide down. Yep. And then you had and to walk, and you had to clean the bathroom. Right. And so you cleaned well, up the soap, or you could just stick it in the soap dish. But there wasn't a soap dish. I know, but in my, you know, in our home, the, the soap dish was right there. And sometimes, and when the you soap went would go in, in the, the bathroom, dish. it was in the soap dish. So then, when you were finished, you could just put it back where you got it. Sometimes it would go in the soap <laughs> dish. <laughs> there were times that it would go in the soap dish. But I would never hear, "Good job putting the soap in the soap dish." But you boy, wouldn't. would I hear that it's. Uh, bad that the soap yes. dish was empty. I, you're correct. You are correct. That you didn't put the soap in the soap dish. I'm just kidding. But yes, so I learned how to say good job, honey. No, you didn't. For putting the soap You'd in the soap dish. You never learned to <gasps> say good job for putting oh. the soap in the soap dish. Okay. What you did was you just didn't say anything. Right. And you was silently fume when the soap wasn't in the soap dish. I did that until for a I learned while. to put the soap in the soap dish. Did you learn? It? I'm just the kidding. soap is yes, in the soap is. dish you right do, now. Yes, and you do a fabulous don't you job. Tell these people that I put in the soap in the soap dish. Twenty years later, and I don't put the soap do. in the soap dish. Okay. I appreciate it. I do, and I just stay away from the dark side of the moon, and you know, it's all good. I'm not sure they they don't know what the dark side of the moon is, and we're not. It's not the dark it. side of the moon. Not, and we're not it's the dark side that. of we're the. Wait, gonna, what is it? Where we're the light gonna, doesn't shine. Not, <laughs> see, you're I have to it, stay away. Worse. I have you're to stay away from the areas where the light doesn't shine because you that's your area. Making so that's how we compromise. <laughs> you are making it worse. I cannot. I'm giving I'm giving an example of how we have compromised. So now you put soap in the soap dish. I don't go where the light doesn't shine. See, or now, <laughs> now we have to talk about what this means because the way you're saying that could mean a whole bunch of things <laughs> that is not what we're talking about on this podcast. So what she is referring to is the dark lands, like in Lion King, where Simba's like father. Is everywhere the light touches our kingdom? And the dad is like, everywhere the light touches is our kingdom, except for that place, that dark place where the light doesn't shine, where the hyenas live. And he said, don't go there because I have one side of the room (laughs) that is mine. And that part of the room, and it's not even, it's not even the whole side of the room. It's the part of the, the side, the part of our room where the bed, where I get up out of the bed is where I might drop my slippers, where my uh, pajama top might go, socks. something, my socks Oops. might go right there. It is perfectly Pens, fine. Journals. Yes, yes, my books. 
I have comic a nice books. little table over here that has my <laughs> comics, that has all kinds of different things. My DS my might laptop. be over here, my laptop, DS. all kinds of stuff. Nintendo it is Switch. okay for that <laughs> section of the room, Water, which is only coffee, one eighth of tea, the room, bowl, spoon, to have whatever it wants and <laughs> whatever I want in that section without any commentary. That is as fair long enough. as my things do not roam out beyond where my the light touches small little kingdom <laughs> over here. It is fine. You're right. And I am comfortable with that. We have figured out a system, honey. That's right. I take one eighth of the room That's and you right. get seven eighths of the room. That's only and fair. that is perfectly fine with I me. I didn't take it all. That listen, that's fine with me. It's <laughs> fine with me. So yes. here we are. Um so there you go. Three things to think about as you are yes. working on growing in your relationship. That is correct. So but the bottom line is communicate, compromise and sacrifice. That's right. Communicate. So you have to speak compromise up. Compromise and sacrifice. Figure out what's gonna work and you have to give stuff up. Yep. And remember that your spouse is not your enemy. That is a good point. All right. That's so true. Got a couple of questions from a marriage group. So these are not questions that have, were sent in directly from the audience. However, they are questions from a marriage group that I participate in. And I thought they would be good things for us to kind of just riff on and share because I'm sure there are other people who might be thinking about this, you know, or might be running into these types of relationship issues. So the first one um is uh, a bit uh, someone asking for some good strategies for family vacations. So it starts off and <laughs> says, "We're taking road. We're taking a road trip with our two kids. Uh, lots of fun family time. Feeling very close to my family and especially my lovely wife. But every night, we're in one hotel room, two beds, and lucky if we can get the kids to sleep in the same bed together." No privacy and no quote-unquote adult time is clearly not a unique situation. Does anybody have any good strategies uh, considering buying a second room, but the kids protest that idea? Mm-hmm. So we've got a husband and a wife taking a family vacation, doing a road trip, and staying in single hotel room sure. with the double beds mm-hmm. or the two queens, depending on you sure. know, where they are, mm-hmm. and trying to figure out if they're you know, how do they mm-hmm. uh, fit in some time together mm-hmm. uh, in that scenario? In so the my case first of this, question, okay, how ahead. old are the children? So in this case, the children <laughs> are 13 and 11. Uh-huh. Right. The kids. Yes. Two kids. Mm-hmm. 13 and 11. Mm-hmm. Right. They're not little kids. No, they're not little kids. Mm-hmm. So they can sleep in the bed by themselves. That's <laughs> one encouragement. Right. That I would have. But he did say that they protest. Oh. Um, I, I'm not sure their family dynamic, uh, other than too bad. Oh, well, <laughs> you guys can't <laughs> sleep in the same room, you know, cause he says he's willing to, right. you know, get a second room. So obviously that fits into their budget. So mm-hmm. it's not a, a financial constraint or issue. And right. so since it's optional that the adults want another room, then you take that option and you put them kids in another room. Right. That's not the whole time, you know, you know, banishing them to a room for a whole day. But I mean, yeah. you know, for the evening time, take your books, your games, whatever for the right. You shut yeah. it down. Go to bed. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, we're going to bed. Like we just, yeah, right? no, I, I totally get it. And I think if you, if you can turn it into um, maybe a game or talk about the incentive of, of the thing, right? Good so point. if you're in your sure. own, it's like, Hey guys, if you're in your own room now, you have uh, you got your own TV sure. that you're in control of. Right. So if you want right. to, you know, watch Disney Channel sure. or Cartoon Network or, or whatever happens to be in there, DVD thing or whatever. Yeah, sure. if you want to cast like we had the Chromecast mm-hmm. at one time um, with ours. Right. You know, if you want to do that, then that makes it, mm-hmm. you know, more. You got to find ways to convince your kids sure. that it's to their advantage mm-hmm. to let mom and dad have some alone time. Right. Right, but I, you know, there's a, another aspect, and I had mentioned to you about it, is that you know, from a some of the same things that you do at home are the same things that you do on vacation. Like for for us anyway, like the the rhythm of the day is almost the same, right? So we're doing a lot of things during the day, a lot of different activities, but there comes a point where activities are shut down and then we are going to bed and you all are can go to bed or quietly listen to your music or quietly play or quietly do whatever right so we do that at home so when we go on vacation it's the same thing so right so there is no coming in here sleeping in bed because we don't we don't do that (laughs) i mean we just don't it's not a you know a principal thing it's just that i'm a light sleeper and you can't come in here and sleep and kick me in the head like it just doesn't work no, that is so. true. But I think <laughs> I think he's talking about in his scenario, like sure. you know, do we are there any strategies and you know sure. that he can that he can employ? My strategy is practice that at home. So, you know, my my other idea too, um, you know, since you're saying your kids are thirteen and eleven, that's a you know, a little bit older. Um, I know at one point my two if we went to a hotel that had a pool, mm-hmm. uh pool oh, time sure. was like a super duper thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're in a relatively safe environment, and I know in, mm-hmm. in 2018 people are always nervous yeah. about letting their kids do stuff. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if you've got that option where, you know, the kids can go down and right. you can say, hey, um, you know, you go down with them, you get them mm-hmm. in the pool, you make sure everything's OK. You say, hey, mommy and daddy, you're just going to. You know, we'll be right back. Sure. Uh, and you kind of leave a good them point. there for a few and then you go and mm-hmm. uh, take care of business and then come back. Uh, or one of you comes back to just kind of right. chill in the area with the kids, you know, afterwards. And right. everybody can, you know, you can take care of some stuff. So uh, that would be another idea that I think would work. That's a good point. Uh, work for you guys. So sure. hopefully that... Uh, that situation i remember a couple years ago this question the reason why i grabbed gravitated toward this question was because i remember uh participating in an epic uh um uh, comment thread on a um uh, a marriage website because um one of the one of the ladies um had brought up this same scenario and she was offended Mm-hmm. That her husband would think would be thinking about having relations, you know, <laughs> having sex on while vacation. they were on vacation. Oh. Like, you know, this is family time was her oh. thing. You know, this is family time and we're not supposed to be thinking just about ourselves. And how hmm. could he, you know, want to separate from the kids and 
hmm. you know, do this thing together. Interesting. And we had quite the discussion. I'm sure. Um, There's all different yeah, views behind, and such. Behind that view. Sure. Yeah. Um, but I that's a, I mean, that's a discussion point, though, before, you know, as you start your family and you mm-hmm. are planning vacations, that's something to communicate, communicate. about. <laughs> Compromise <laughs> and sacrifice. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, it is. It really is. Right. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. You know, maybe a two, three day vacation. That's one thing. But, man, you know, people go away for weeks. Yeah. Could potentially talk, a road trip, go so. for weeks at a time. Right. Mm-hmm. You're going on a road trip and such. A, I mean, you got that's You got to talk about that before you leave. Mm hmm. You can't just be like no, yay or nay in one direction. Yeah. So, all right, that's good. That's good. Yep. All right. All right. So one more. Um, I'm. We had one that was a little bit longer, so we're gonna hold that one for another episode. Yeah, because that's a whole conversation. Yeah, that one is a whole conversation. <laughs> I'm trying to see here. Um, oh, okay. Here's one that I think will be short. But it's relevant, especially since we were talking about work earlier. Um, it says, okay, uh, my wife and I have been married for seven years. We have no kids yet. Uh, and we are not sure if we want any for now. Wife, uh, My wife and I get along fairly good. But she is the kind of woman that's jealous when other pretty young girls talk to me. I have a new female best friend who I met three months ago. Uh, this girl and I met at work. And we became best friends since day one. We tell each other everything and frequently check in with each other just to see how we are doing and if we need anything. We go out together to the movies, to the bars, to restaurants, either alone or with other friends. (laughs) With other friends. I don't know why you keep talking. Why you keep writing. I'd listen, listen. Her (laughs) friends and my friends. The thesis statement was in the first two sentences. What is there to write about? Her friends and my friends, both male and females. She is my best friend, and I tell her stuff I wouldn't tell my wife or anyone else. Sometimes I even give her foot massages when she needs me to. That's not real. But that's pretty much it. a lie. We are just friends after all, and I don't see anything wrong with that. We are best friends. We just happen to be opposite sexes. We really like each other as friends, and we do lots of activities together, and we talk about everything and are here for each other. My wife is jealous of my friendship with her, and it's really annoying. I keep telling What's her, annoying? I keep telling her that there's nothing else going on between us. I'm a social animal, and I like to make friends. How do I get her to stop being so insecure? Married for seven years. No kids. I can't express what's on my face. <laughs> I'm serious. I, I don't even know how to begin to discuss the annoyingness of the situation. The first two or three sentences explained why she's annoyed. Because I don't, there's no, there's not, you don't need to keep talking because they were best friends after meeting for no, three months. No, 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 that wasn't the first two sentences about pretty young girls. Yes. That talk to him? Yeah. My wife is jealous. Okay. She's the jealous type. That's what it says. Isn't it? It does say she gets she jealous. She gets when jealous when pretty younger girls talk do to Do what? Her. Talk. You're doing more than just talking to this young woman. But he's so, saying that she was already jealous when they were just talking. Exactly. So why make it worse by adding <laughs> talking all the time, texting all the time, activities all the time, such as so and so, and then you're touching her feet. I'm just saying. 
I, my my the thing, so, that, the thing so there's there is the way to get your wife to not be annoyed is to stop doing that that does not need to be your best friend it doesn't so i i don't know how else to explain that there I, are people that you get along great with and such and so and so and in a different phase of life that would have been okay but it's not okay because your wife doesn't like it i honestly think that this has to be a troll Oh, absolutely. As opposed to a real situ- situation, I mean, uh, sure. but maybe it maybe it isn't. Uh, maybe it is a real situation. My 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 thoughts would be definitely line up right with what you're saying. I mean, first of all, I, it sounds like you guys are communicating because she's letting you know that she is not happy. Sure. With this scenario that you're finding yourself in. Right. Uh, and I definitely don't think that the husband is taking the wife's feelings into consideration. Sure. He's not thinking about what it means to be because, I mean, he says that they go out to bars mm-hmm. and they go to restaurants and he says a whole bunch of stuff. But I don't see anything in here exactly about what are you doing with your wife? Thank you. So are you and your wife That's going to the bars? Are you and exactly. your wife going to the restaurants? Sure. Um, yeah, this this is like so full of red flags that it, exactly. you know. So, I, so there's an overarching question, right, mm-hmm. that could cover any scenario right does your spouse how much do you allow your spouse or should you allow your spouse to um have input you know approval denial of the friendships that you have is that a question yes i'm saying that's 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 what the question is Mm. this is a scenario right but the question is well, but his question is, how do I get her to stop being I, so That's insecure? his question. The The marriage question is, <laughs> from a spouse perspective, right? How right. much or little does your spouse approve, deny the relationship, friendships that you have? Right? So, approve, and, approve deny is... Well, a, I, is, 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 maybe those aren't the right words. Yeah. Um, influence, you know. Right. Whatever the yeah, fill in, the, in the, the different grand, words in the are scheme, in the grand scheme of things, the the thing that from a husband perspective and on my side, right, of what mm-hmm. I would be telling what I would be telling to a husband, not this particular guy, sure. But what I would be saying to a husband is, um, if you're married, your wife has the the primary place, sure. At all times, mm-hmm. you may have friends that are of the opposite sex. It's entirely possible to do. Personally, not my, sure. not my jam, right? Mm-hmm. But it is possible to have friends of the opposite sex that you are close to. However, in this scenario, it sounds like he's putting this young right. lady in the primary position. Sure, because <clears throat> if his wife is saying to him, "Hey, I have an issue here." Mm-hmm. And he's saying, your issue doesn't matter to me. Sure. This woman has primacy. Correct. Right. That is that's a problem because that's not marriage. It's not marriage if you're putting somebody ahead of your spouse. Mm-hmm. That's that's not what marriage is supposed to be. Right. So I would be telling him that he needs to consider that the fact that his wife has the primary position. And so while this young lady might be close to you and she might be a friend, she might even be a confidant. She should not be hearing things that your spouse doesn't hear. 
Right. Like that. That is a an open door. So true. That is definitely an open mm-hmm. door. Right. Um, so that would be that would be the first thing. Um, you know, as far as strategies and and things of that nature. I don't think there's anything I can do with this. I'm not able to. There's, I don't, I, I like I said, I, I don't, not, I'm not sure this is like real life. I think this is somebody being, it could be, po- it's possible that it, that's a real life situation. Maybe not to that extreme or yeah. maybe even more to an extreme. Yeah. But, but the like bottom said, line I mean, is that it's, it's, I don't know. It's something that comes up, but it's also something I think that as you're developing your relationship as you're you know leading this your is newlyweds or you absolutely or you're engaged or you have a serious boyfriend that those that is a communication point that's something to talk about and figure out like where you are right. personally and then like where you are you know towards your significant other and then if those two views are the same or not yeah. I mean, I appreciate your view. I didn't understand your view for a long time. I'm just like, what's that? <laughs> but I, I mean, I'm like, you know what? That makes sense to me. You thought I was super mean. I did. Yeah, I did. But I mean, I, I understand it better now. That and I and it's not something that, you know, I, I don't want to say I take it. For, maybe I just, I don't want to say I take it for granted. I just like it's not an issue, right? And right. so it's made me kind of think about from a relationship perspective like at work or you know in any situation that um you know my time is not going to be devoted more outside the house toward a relationship than it is inside our house toward our relationship right that's a and that's a a balance that's something that you've got to you know really consider and think about yeah i mean i agree I definitely agree. So one more quick one. You said that was the last one. I know, but this one's quick. Okay. Because well, at least when we talked about this one earlier, your answer was pretty fast. Okay. So um, so this one here says, I'm finding myself, this is a wife, finding myself frustrated with asking him for attention, affection, and quality time. I don't nag him about it, but I let my feelings be known a few times, and he just shrugs it off, laughs it off, says he's tired. Um, I'm tired of feeling hurt and rejected. We do love each other and share the same values. I do know he loves me and I adore him. I just want to feel special and desirable. Am I asking too much? I miss romance and the attention. Even if he gives me a bit, I still want more. I want to stop feeling like this. We've been together. So here's the so here's the detail. So mm-hmm. that was like the, the emotion part. She started mm-hmm. with that. But then the the detail that she gave is we've been together for four years and we have two kids. Two and a half years old and five months. I don't have time for hobbies because my two kids and school. She's currently on maternity leave, but will return to a full-time job and will still be in school. He's overworked. His company doesn't care, but we need the money for a large financial commitment. I have a decent job, but I'm applying to higher positions. We both look like hell and are constantly (laughs) fatigued. Um, she says, I'm feeling lonely and need advice on how to deal with this. I'm tired. <laughs> it's not funny. No, I it's mean, not, it, it's not funny because so I remember it was being there. L- that's loaded with a lot of things that are going on all at one time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that if you, for that particular situation, you've got to lower your expectations of 
what romance looks like, what you're going to feel like, and what you're going to, you know, what activities are going to happen, right? Right. There's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, two and a half years. I hate to say take what months. you can get, but at the same time, at this stage of life, just from a parent and kid, just from the kids' ages, you got to take what you can get. Then you're adding in overworked on both sides, right? From him working more to provide for the family, number one, and then she's working more for the school aspect, right? So it's a lot of stuff going on, right? And and, and, and so. And it's about to get worse. I would worse. actually say take a nap. Right. For it's about to get worse. <laughs> like, you need sleep. It's about to get worse because she's saying she's on maternity leave right now. Right. But she's oh, about she to hasn't return back to, school. to her full time. I mean, back to work. Along with school. If you want romance, you got it. Something has to, you got to give up. Yeah, something's something. got to give. Like school. I, that would be my, um, that would be my thing. Like go to school. To say, are we, Not do, forever. are we doing too much? Sure. You're right. right. Because we've had many of those conversations and I mean, we talked about the balance thing mm-hmm. a lot, you know, like, sure. oh, we, you know, work life balance, work life balance, work life balance. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it we had to say, take the long view on balance Correct. to say there's going to be times when we're just way out of balance mm-hmm. because we know that there are also going to be times when we're you know, not grinding as yes, hard correct. as, as we have been. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, my, my recommendation would be number one to evaluate if everything that we're doing is really important. Correct. So we talk about a large financial commitment. Is it really a commitment mm-hmm. or is it a nice to have? It might because be a large so I'm commitment. I'm just saying if yeah, it's a nice sure. to have, maybe we ought to push that off. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we might have to, we might have to reconsider some of those things we may yeah. have to reconsider um school right Maybe we don't take a full course load correct you know depending or on take what, a semester know, off take a semester especially off. having a baby yeah i mean we're talking a five-month-old i know so and if that five-month-old is not on a good sleep schedule mm-mm, don't do it right and, and the two <laughs> and a half year old don't do it i mean they're not exactly well, that's you know, true consistent yeah that's so, a good point anyway all right but i thought that yeah. would be a good one to kind of mm-hmm. end on um, that was a good point about right. needing a nap. Uh, nap. Yes, naps are undefeated. Yes, uh, in terms of. So go ahead. Okay, I was go just ahead. gonna say naps yeah. are undefeated. That's Absolutely awesome. no. I think just in terms of and and I I said it, but I'm like I shouldn't say it that way. In terms of oh I hate to say this but, and because we have a culture of just like grind and do and keep going and da 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 da, but it honestly does I think come down comes down to lowering your expectations <laughs> of like what you want right because a lot of times I think we want more than what we're actually physically able to do and so you've got to lower your expectations so that you're actually able to do the things that you want to do because otherwise you know what I mean because it just creates a cycle of you're trying to do too much, then you get overwhelmed, then you don't do anything, and then you feel like a failure, and then you, you know, then you ramp back up to do more stuff, right? And so it's like, what do you like? I, and I've had to do this. It's like, calm, no, yeah, stop. You need to make things achievable. Lower your expectations. Make things <laughs> achievable. Yes. I mean, you know, I mean, honestly, you've got to make things achievable, and that's, you know, even even in the case of, you know, like this one, we're talking about romance, right? I want, I want, I want to be, I want to feel more romance. It's yeah. like, okay. Well, sometimes letting you take a nap is romance. Yeah, that's true. Like, hey, 
I'm going to take this baby and he and I are going to get in the car and go walk around Sam's Club for the next right. hour um, and let the grandmas coo all over him so you can get some sleep. Yes. You know, like that, I love sleep. That's that's, that's romance, romantic for right? me. Well, but but I mean, the thing is, you've got to be able to see you've got to be able to see that. But if your ex if your expectation of romance is, you know, it's got to be some grand gesture that involves flowers and sure. a limousine and a night on the town. Yeah. When you have a two and a half year old and a five month old, mm-hmm. like that's an unreasonable expectation. Yeah. Um, especially, true. you know, depending on your situation, how close are you to support system? Do you have people who can watch your kids? You know, like all those things have to be taken into consideration. Yep. And your spouse might actually be doing and trying. Mm-hmm. But if you're not seeing it because you've got this, yeah. no, this is what romance looks like. Um, that can be difficult. Now, yeah, on the flip right. side, uh, for the husband, he needs to also understand what his wife's expectations are. So that while, you know, you can't meet them all all the time, you should be trying to meet them some of the time. Right. And even sure. in even in this whirlwind of activity, right. you should be trying to make some of the gestures that will land for your spouse. Yeah. Because that will go a long way to also easing. Yeah. Um, easing things in the home. Right. But honestly, it sounds like we're doing too much yeah. here in this scenario. And, and we like you said, we've we have been there and we have. Yeah. <laughs> taken steps back in certain areas Mm -hmm. and because at one point what was that two two or three years ago we were all in school oh i was in yeah graduate school you were in graduate school the kids were in school and i was like uh this is not working right so you know what you guys go ahead right (laughs) like i dropped out i was a drop i'm a dropout i was like i'm done i can't i'm not as much as I wanted to, and I felt like if you know, of course, if I've really put my mind to it, and I did it, you know, just buckle down and get a schedule and such and such. I was like, no, mm-hmm. it's not worth it. Absolutely, it was way too much, way too much. So I had to sacrifice. That's right, compromise and compromise, and not writing twenty-page papers every week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but all right, it's all good. So that's going to be it for this episode of Life in the Clouds. We are back on the grind. Uh, Please feel free to send us questions to feedback. Feedback at lifeinthecloudspod.com. You can listen to us at our website, lifeinthecloudspod.com, www, of course. Um, You can find us on Podomatic, Stitcher, iTunes, uh, and Google Play Podcasts. Just search for Life in the Clouds. And honestly, that's going to be it for this episode. Have a we good one. appreciate all of you. Uh, thanks for um, listening and getting us closer and closer to that 1,000th download. That's pretty significant milestone. We can't wait till we get there. We're going to do something special at that point. Um, and uh, don't forget, we love five-star reviews. So go on over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. We would love to read it live on air. That's it. Have a good night. Have a good one. Bye.